2: from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional idea. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron! This is only the beginning.
3: There's you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown?
2: And it will be podcasted. That opening was janky. I'm sure we're going to hear about it, but we appreciate the effort. Guys, welcome back to another tinfoil hat. Uh, you know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. As always, joining me, XG in the place to be. How's it going? Doing well, man. A uh, lot of good feedback from the... Uh, War on Drugs episode, a lot of weirdness on the cop episode. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting. You guys got to understand something with this show. We are going to, we're not on a side. We don't do sides. We report. And this notion that, you know, we're, we're reporting. If I make a uh, something about Trump, you guys are going to flip out. Or about cops or about, you know, wh- whoever, dude. It's just like we have no sides. We only report what we learn. And you know, maybe sometimes people on your side aren't doing it right or doing it with love and coming from a good place. And that's just the truth. And you know, it's like Mike, like I said on that episode, my grandpa was a cop. My cousin is a cop. I, I understand the how hard a job of being a cop is, but I'm also going to tell you when the people push back and rise up, who are they going to send to break that revolution? Who's going to be sent in to Stormtroop, It's going to be the cops. So, like, let's be honest here. That and you were playing devil's advocate. Corey was going hard. Corey was Corey going, Corey going hard. Corey wants to burn everything yeah. down. That's Corey. <laughs> uh, guys, we got some dates coming up. Check them out. Uh, where's my? Do you got my? my I got it. Okay, go to the dates real quick. We got a whole bunch of dates. Let's see what's on there. We got Comedy Chaos next week. We got Burt Kreischer, uh, Firing the Kid, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, Tony Baker. Uh, the lineup is Pure Murder, Ian Bag, And then starting, I think, when are we? Oh, yeah. So next month is the big Return to Texas tour, the Space Cowboys one. Myself. My man XG, Eddie Bravo, we're going to be in Dallas on what day? The 24th? No? Yeah? The 14th. The 14th, and then the following day, we will be at Houston at the um, The Secret secret Group. group. And that's the 16th. And that's the 16th. No, no, no. They're back-to-back, dude, aren't they? Oh, it
3: says 14th, 16th. Okay, I
2: have the wrong date. It's back-to-back. One night, we're in in Dallas. We're at uh, Hyenas. And then the next day... Next day, we're in Houston and we're at the Seeker Group. Those are, tickets are available at samtriplee.com. Go there, click them. And then uh, at the end of the month, we're going to be at the uh, Skank Fest in New York. And it's myself, XG, and I'm working on a very special guest to pop in there for you. And Tim Dillon will be on that podcast as well. You have a uh, date coming up this.
3: Oh yeah, uh, this Wednesday.
2: This will be out. Uh, this will be out. Yeah. Of- okay. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> So we we'll do it on the next one. We'll do it on the next one. Uh, we want to thank our good friends at the SI for all your bet needs. Go to SI, Use the promo code Hat One Hundred, and they will match up to uh, up to five hundred dollars, whatever you deposit. Now, if you if you uh, opt into that bonus, you have to you have to gamble so much before you can pull your money out. If you just want to make a one-time bet, don't opt into the bonus, okay? And just make your bet and you'll be able to pull it out. And you guys are like, why why you do that? Okay, let's say you put five hundred dollars in, they double that to a thousand, you could just pull your money out and make five hundred dollars. That's not how that works. that's called bad business here. <laughs> so uh support our good friends. We got everything going on. The uh NBA playoffs, UFC, boxing, baseball's heating up. It's all the good stuff. And in August it starts really cooking with gas, so help out, they support the show, support them and then go to our, go to abx.org as well. Go check out abx.org. They are sponsoring the next Comedy Chaos. abx.org absolute extract. They uh, sponsor Comedy Chaos live at the Comedy Store, and that will be the 21st at 10.30 p.m. Tickets are only $25, <clears throat> and they are the uh, Nike. They are the Reebok. They are the top shelf of all your weed needs, CBD. Uh, dude, I'm getting hit up by every comic. Hey, dude, where can I get some of this CBD? We're going to get some of that. Joey Diaz, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's liking the, the pills that you can pop, and uh, you know it's good for you. It's not like synthetic crap. It's like this good weed medical marijuana stuff and they are good whatever you want you want you want a uh, vape pens you want flour. you want some oils to put on your vajayjay, ladies they got <laughs> it all there dude get your vagina high go there check it out and dude let's say you don't smoke weed get a ton of it this stuff's like cash dude you can pay for shit and weed now and you should do with <laughs> the best out there that's abx absolute extract go to abx.org and check them out uh, t-shirts. Everybody's loving the T-shirts. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. Check them out. New T-shirts about to get up. Uh, XG came up with a good saying called "Loyal to the Foil." Yeah, and we're gonna do our own version of uh, "Don't Tread on Me." It's a "Loyal to the Foil." It should be up this week. I don't know if it's up yet, but it's a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful shirt. Uh, do we have it? Did you find it?
3: It's not on there.
2: Okay, but go to. You guys want shirts? You want to support the show? Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com dot com and grab a shirt. It's a great way to support the show. And if you really want to support the show, be a Patreon. Go to Patreon. Go to Patreon dot com backslash Tinfoil Hat, and you can check out Conspiracy Nows It's say it's the world's greatest worst. Uh Public Access show allie has been on it and XG's on it now and it's a really great awful awesome show where we just sit there we talk about whatever and then the guys who run it try to put up the weirdest videos in the back and uh we have a double header this Wednesday uh this will come out after that but you know just uh, go check it out <laughs> go to patreoncom backslash hat. and that is our business. Uh today we're going to do an episode we're going to do uh we're going to revisit The whole Julian Assange thing, where's he at? What's this mean for us? What's this mean for freedom of the media and all that stuff? I had a guest coming on, but unfortunately, he could not make it, so I decided to call him the Suicide Squad and uh, put together a group of people I know are very passionate. Uh, Joining us on the power of Skype, he is a uh, series regular. He's a tinfoil hat series regular, which means he can (laughs) join the union. Um, He's from the Conspiracy Farm podcast. Please welcome Jeffrey Wilson, everybody.
1: What's up, guys? What's up? Greetings and salutations. Always loyal to the foil, brother. Loyal yeah. to the foil. Across from me, she
2: has uh, been on the show before. She is a she's part of the Ruins, which is a research group for the show where people just talk mad shit. And nobody gets their their feelings hurt. Please welcome Ellie Hegstrom, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Did I get it right?
0: Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> After a year of working for you. <laughs>
2: Dude, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> saying people's name is the hardest part of this whole thing. And you heard her on our Armenian podcast uh, about the genocide. She said, if you ever do something on Julian Assange, I would love to come back. So we brought her back. Returning champion, Mariet Sujonian. Sujonian. Mariet
4: Okay, close so, yeah. enough. Uh, <laughs>
2: please don't take offense to that. No, I'm I don't. Just, I don't.
4: I, I have trouble pronouncing names and even words, so...
2: I love you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, the Armenian episode got such incredible feedback, and uh, I mean, not only for my relatives, who just were like, so thankful that I did it, but just people who were like, I didn't know that happened. I didn't know anything about that, and hardcore Armenians didn't even know a lot of the information was yes. back, so... With that said, I would say that that's probably my favorite episode I've ever done, even though I didn't hardly talk because it was very hard to uh, just grasp what was being said on that episode. But what was your feedback on that show?
4: Um, I got really good feedback and I was very nervous about it. Uh, But I mean, my father's very honest and uh, he was like, that was an excellent episode. And I was getting tweets From some of your followers And they're like That was the best episode And there were a lot of those comments That that was the best episode
2: I was very thankful For the response And everybody just realized How important that episode was And uh, we're going to do that Once a year And we'll always bring it back Until that fat fuck Over there at uh, The Young Turks Changes the name Uh, (laughs) I have I have uh, just basically waged a war against that name. Uh, listen, dude, I have nothing personal against him as a person, but to have that name is just completely offensive and it needs to go. And you can sit there and be like, oh, words, words, words. I'm not a politically correct person. It's just like, that's just a stupid name. that I just can't believe it's that. It's like
3: changing it to the brave Nazis. Yeah, right? right just like,
2: it's ridiculous. So Let's I appreciate stop. you coming back on. Today we're going to do a little conversation about what's going on with Julian Assange, where we are What's the whole thing? Uh, Real quick, I just want to kind of go around and get everybody's kind of feel on what they think is going on right now, and then we'll start diving into it. Uh, Marit, what do you think?
4: Um, Well, first of all, uh, I kind of want to... Bring up a really good article by badass journalist, uh, Caitlin Johnston. She's wonderful. Or is it Johnston? How do you pronounce it? I don't know. (laughs) On
2: this show, it's however you want to say it at the moment.
4: I love her. And she wrote an article that's entitled Debunking All the Assange Smears. And there's about 29. (laughs) Uh, We won't be able to get through all of them. But I'm going to bring up some of them. And uh, I like to talk about also about this whole thing is based on the war on information. Yeah. And our world... Our reality is all controlled. Our information is all controlled. And I think now we have five media companies that yeah. own everything. Because yeah. I think, didn't uh, Disney just buy Fox? Yeah.
2: yeah. So we had five. We're down to four. And the government decided that I think Disney- it was six,
4: and now it's five. I'm not sure, but... Okay. There's all just right. a you know. Right. <laughs> and so they own everything from TV to uh, radio to the online blogs and the... Um, Movies, yeah, everything. Yeah. So we're propagandized to our bones, yeah. and within mm-hmm. that, all my friends—they live in an echo chamber because they're all, um, you know, reading and watching the same stuff. And if they don't read the fake news media uh, or watch the fake news media, they're watching movies. And you know, in the last episode that I did with you, we talked about how Hollywood is part of the propaganda machine too, for sure. And so. Um, in this world, it's kind of like... Uh, you would be amazed at how
2: many uh, famous people are uh, military brats, like the sons and the daughters of high-ranking military people.
4: Oh, yeah, and I've heard... Uh, didn't Ben Affleck once joke about how uh, there's a lot of CIA agents that run in Hollywood? For
2: sure, dude. Those are the ones who had fun. They're like, okay, here's your budget for cocaine and bad decisions, right? And, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, it's definitely deep. Jeffrey, what's your thoughts on the whole Julian Assange thing?
1: I mean, I think our girl here just, you know, mic drops. She can kind of leave now because that's pretty <laughs> much it. There's just a war on information. It's all controlled. I mean, this goes back a very, very long time. We've talked about it many times Operation Mockingbird, et cetera, et cetera. They control the narrative and thus your perception of what's going on in the world. There's a lot going on with this Julian Assange thing. We kind of alluded to it before we went on air. It, you know, it kind of – it appears to be a war on journalism, et cetera, et cetera. Then we kind of talked about is who's a white hat? Who's a black hat? Who's playing what role? Is Julian Assange on the white hat side? Is Edward Snowden on the white hat side? So yeah. it, it gets a little convoluted. But, I mean, hopefully um, – I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But for me, my, my initial reaction was very upset because, like, man, they're, they're demonizing. They're weaponizing truth. And then this goes back to your, you know, uh, Michael Hastings, you know, Rolling Stone reporter who winds up dead, Andrew Breitbart, mm. you know, Gary Webb going back, busting up in the whole old CIA uh, cocaine stuff. So it's it's really disconcerting. And I'm hoping there's a larger plan to this. So, I mean, because, again, we're all on the bubble, man, if you know, if, if you don't like Alex Jones, you don't like Farrakhan, I get it. But it's a slippery slope, man. If you're OK with them taking out people you don't like, be careful when it's people you do like.
2: For sure. Ellie, what's your thoughts real quick? I know you're going to drop some bombs on us towards the end, but what do you think? that?
0: (laughs) Well, a a lot of the speculation is who's who in the game, you know, so everybody's wondering, like, is Julian Assange a white hat? Is he a black hat? Is Snowden a black hat? A a lot of people think Snowden is a black hat. They think that he's working for the CIA, outing the NSA so the CIA can control all of uh, the spyware and all the malware that goes into the phones. Wow, and stuff. I never thought about that. So, um, because you know the NSA and the CIA, that that you know they have. They call know, that they, sheep
2: dipping, right? I think so. <clears throat> that's uh, called sheep dipping. That's an intelligence term for when somebody's old persona is kind of wiped away and a new persona is kind right. of presented, and that way they could be like a double agent. And that's kind of what they're talking about. Peter Stork right now is a. Uh, a sheep-dip double agent for the CIA who infiltrated the FBI. And we've heard that. we talked about this on the show, how the CIA is infiltrating the FBI now, Mm -hmm. and they're controlling the FBI as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's the thing, too. It's like, um, you know, Snowden gets to live. He gets to exist in Russia, and he does teleconferences now, and he's getting paid to do all these talks. And why is he allowed to carry on in business? And Julian Assange is arrested. So... Uh, There's a huge, huge, you know, debate about who's who.
4: Yeah, and so I've heard a lot of people um, say that, oh, because... there's a movie on Edward Snowden. There's a Hollywood movie on Edward Snowden. Like, why would Hollywood do that? But a lot of people who think that Edward Snowden is a hero, they think that Julian Assange is a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. Hollywood does that on purpose. Like, maybe it's done. Misinformation. Just to conf- to muddy the waters. To Tell you, you know, what they know. want
3: to tell you. Just like they tell you. Remember, you know,
2: dude,
4: or pretend it. they're kind of yeah. not that biased go. or, yeah. you know, halfway.
2: XG, what is your thoughts on uh, Julian Assange? I, I think he's fucked you think he's fucked? Yeah. You th- do you think he is a, uh, well, do you Sweden think he's just... who he is, who he says he is, or do you think there's something else going on?
3: I think he says who he says he is. Okay. Yeah, I do yeah, too. Yeah, I do It's too. very interesting. I mean, we've
2: done yeah. another episode, we've done an episode on before, kind of his history, you know, he comes from a sex cult in, uh, in Australia, his family was big in this cult. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his family was a giant cult out of uh, out of Australia. There's like this weird super blonde cult. It's like really weird. And they, he was like, his family's very high up in there. And that's kind of where he kind of got, I guess, his outlaw kind of attitude. And then he became a... Uh, he became a, a hacker cooking. and he was doing some hacking stuff and it just it's very Well that's inter- the
0: thing too. I mean he's such a genius. He's the one that programmed these you know, he's programming computers in order to take all this information and it's like he's writing codes, you know, he's a co- he's a programmer, a code writer. And it's like well people wonder, like, where do you get all these skills? the same thing with Aaron Swartz. Like, well, he surrounded himself by people that were in the military. Like, why was he dealing with James Dolan? Why was he dealing with, um, you know, Chelsea or whatever? And, and we're going to get into that because right.
2: that's some very interesting stuff. But let's start with the timeline of this. Um, basically where he starts getting trouble with, I mean, like, okay, we'll start from 2006. 2006 the first published documents by WikiLeaks with documents on Somalia, released alle- allegations of Ill- illegalities by the Swiss bank, Sarah Palin's Yahoo emails. I love it—the yeah. secret Bibles of Scientology and membership lists of the far-right British National Party. So, ah, uh, he's just—he's just—and
0: that was the first drop. Was in two thousand and six. Two
2: thousand and six. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're talking only thirteen years ago. This kind of—and right. this were. This was kind of interesting to the drop. Just think about how big Sarah Palin was for a while. I know. And to drop all of her emails. Imagine right. you know, someone dropping your mom's emails. Um, <laughs> by the way, Doug, Doug Stamper has the greatest joke about Sarah Palin. Uh, what's the difference between her mouth and her vagina? Only right. half the shit that comes out of her vagina is retarded. <laughs> That Aunt Dunch. That's a great bit. I, <laughs> nobody laughed at that. I can't believe you didn't laugh at that. That's a great <laughs> bit. So that's in 2006. Uh, 2010, WikiLeaks came to the global attention by publishing tens of thousands of classified documents from the United States, from the U.S. Army helicopter gunner and collateral murder to the Afghani War Diaries. Okay? In the State Department uh, diplomat. Cables. It was followed by a 2011 by the Git- Gitmo files, documents, 767 of the 779 prisoners in Guantanamo Bay. <clears throat> so which
0: what- was they were releasing the names of the prisoners that were in Gitmo and saying who they were, which...
2: Later on, we found out that half these guys weren't even involved in anything, that they weren't even Al-Qaeda. They were just grabbing dudes off the streets and throwing them into prisons. Right. So this is where he drops, is this the Manning stuff? This is where
0: the Manning Uh, stuff gets Yeah, because uh, the collateral damage or whatever, uh, and uh, collateral collateral murder murder. and Iraq war logs came out. That was in 2010. So
2: a lot of people see this as this kind of like either as snitching or uh, betraying your fellow soldier or disrespecting your country, but it's like...
0: Well, they re, uh, they released uh, names of people that were working in Afghanistan with the United States, and then Afghanistan said, "We're going to retaliate. We're going to kill these people that are working with." The oh US. yeah, that's and that wild. was the whole thing was that um, it's a problem during war for names to get out and stuff like that. For you know, yeah, but here's
2: the whole thing about that. It's like okay, the United States uh, is upset that these names are released, but they never help these guys. We've seen over and over again where where we constantly tell these locals, help us and we'll help you. And as right. soon as the mission's done, but they we don't leave care. them there to no, die. No, that,
0: that was just an excuse at the time to get, to get her, right? Or to get Bradley or whatever. Yeah, Bradley. So they say, yeah. 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 The fact of the matter is
4: innocent civilians are being killed. Yeah. So period. That, yeah. That's right, what right, it's right. about. And that's
1: what I was going to say. You can't overlook that collateral murder video because yeah. that, the volumes – it was literally almost ninety to 100,000 different basically reports from soldiers of different classes basically saying how they have killed innocent men, women, and children because they got to make reports of it. And then you see videos of indiscriminate to straight-up murder, these helicopter pilots killing journalists. And then when a guy in a minivan pulls up with his kids to try to help one of the only survivors, they open up on him as well. So, I mean, it's just... Again, they're weaponizing truth. This goes back to, like, Daniel Ellsberg Mm, in in the Pentagon Papers. Without that, we wouldn't have known about shit like the My Lai Massacre when forces Mm -hmm. go in and just decimate entire villages. Mm -hmm. And what happens once that becomes public? Richard Nixon Nixon pardons the ones who are responsible. So it it oftentimes tends to be, like, the system covering the system. Because that that collateral murder, dude, there there should have been many people in jail for that. Just that alone. Mm,
2: Yeah, and and what we see is that we we say we got to go in and stop... A bad man... Or a bad dictator and then we go in there and we're even worse mm. and we treat people even worse you know say whatever you want about Saddam and we could sit here and we could argue whether chemical weapons were actually used what we find later on as more information comes out is that you know like in Syria we know that he didn't gas his own people and you could argue with me in the comment section all you want but the UN even came in and before Obama it's called red line rat line go take a look at that whole thing mm. where UN got in there before Obama could send troops and start uh, a full-on attack and discovered that the type of gas being used wasn't what Uh, Assad had it was actually more along the lines of what was in the Libyan war chest and his armory after we illegally assassinated him and this was of course Obama Hillary and Valerie Jack you know the one everybody got all mad about because they did a plan of the apes joke and words hurt you know (laughs) even though she had a full on say she actually wanted to push the assassination quicker from what I've, what I've read and that they said slow it down but she had to, she was directly involved in the illegal assassination of omar Muammar Gaddafi, which has led to open-air slave trades in africa right now in in uh libya right now
0: and not to mention he was sodomized to death it was a fun fact yeah i mean like I mean, we're. A I didn't know that part. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, dude, it was yeah.
2: just and like and then Hillary's laughing. We came, we yeah. saw, he died. Yeah, you know? I know.
4: And and so. Uh- People are like, uh, you know, when Hillary said that she wanted to kill Julian Assange, can we just drone the guy? Yeah. And people are like, oh, he, she's just joking. I'm like, yeah, right. she was joking about killing Gaddafi. Yeah, we The yeah. game we right. saw, he died. Ha 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 yeah, ha, ha, yeah. ha 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 ha. That's an awesome <laughs> remix stand-
1: <laughs> 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 it, Sam, going back to what you said about the dictator, so often that we've talked about the Hegelian dialectic of problem, reaction, solution. We create the problem. There's a reaction. Right. And then we go in and solve the problem. We created 90 percent of these dictators we put in place. Saddam Hussein. Qadda, I mean, it's like we it's inside baseball right. all the time. And and it's this, again, turn. Venezuela. Same thing. It's the same fucking playbook. And every time.
4: Exactly. And uh, who's arming, funding, training mm. these terrorists, you know, try to tell Americans this. And in a post Iraq invasion world, mm. it's unacceptable for Americans to still believe the damn narrative. Like, look who our allies are. Look what we're doing. And you have like, you know, you're going and pointing the finger and saying, this is a dictator. We need to take them out. This is a dictator. You do not bomb children to save them. Yeah, right. Like, that does yeah. not make sense at yeah. all.
2: Like the women and the children, then we kill women and children, and just like it makes no sense. Yeah, at like all. Hillary
4: Clinton's supporters are like, "She's for women and children, because she says she's for women and children. I'm like, yeah, she's for bombing women yeah, and yeah. children."
2: You know, it's very interesting because uh, you know, Jeffrey, I think you would text me that things are about to get kind of really interesting now that we have this whole thing with the you know, uh, uh, these war boats going to uh outside the uh, waters of iran and a lot of people are now talking about we're about oh, yeah. to see a full-on Water. repeat of gulf of talking because right. if we Ex- know exactly. anything exactly about- hey,
0: what, what were the saudi boats uh hit because they there were no satellite images so they were saying like it didn't happen of course it did but no, they're gonna keep saying it right i don't even know
1: why they go same fucking playbook literally right
2: and here's what do we know what we've always talked about even when we go you know, Jeffrey and I talk about how like everything seems like their their own piece and their their own thing and then when you take a kind of a step back, it, it they're all pieces of the same puzzle. And it's just like, if you get into Anunnaki, you think about they created this like this controller group, right? Who's like super reptilians. And you think about they're all psychopaths. What psychopaths can't do is come up with anything creative. Mm-hmm. Think about all the comedians who are known for joke stealers. Mm-hmm. They're all psychopaths. They can't create anything. So they got to jack shit. So let's go back to these guys. They just keep using the same fucking game plan over and over again because they can't come up with anything fucking original hey
1: if it if it ain't broke don't break it yeah
2: and if you know it is saying? broke there's, there's, break, there's nobody break over four.
1: here legitimately holding them accountable you go back to the sinking of the fucking maine mm. to start the spanish-american war or gulf of tonkin or right. babies being pushed over in incubators or now venezuela or now iran i mean it's it, it It would be – actually would be kind of funny if it wasn't so fucking dire and so serious. You're the men, women, and children we know are going to be killed. And our, br- our brothers and sisters and cousins and mothers and all that shit are going to be sent to another war to die for bullshit. Mm. And it's – you know. And we don't changes. want it. People are tired shit. of it.
2: So when Julian Assange puts this out, it's not, it's not like snitching. It's not betraying this like – one for all, all for one. It's like, dude, we are we are what we say we're fighting. We are. We have been. Tr- we we went into Afghanistan because we thought they hit us, and then through people. No, we knew they
1: didn't.
3: We knew they didn't. Well, we you and I knew that. Saudi Maybe hijackers. a couple people knew south, that. It took a while though. The In the beginning, you can't say you knew that right away. Well, I knew something was up out the
2: gate. Didn't even mm-hmm. make sense. Like how a plane could be lost that long in the space and not get shot down. Like I knew when I looked at like the ground and I'm like, where the fuck is the plane? Mm. Later on, I started asking, where's the buildings? Like, where are the buildings? They fall, these giant buildings fall. Where are the buildings? Where are the buildings after they, they crash? That's a whole different show. But we got lied into a war that we know is a war that was a lie. Again, And now we're getting, now it looks like they're going to do it again. And when you have a video from a guy at the CFR going, it looks like the only way we're going to be able to get into war with Iran is a false flag. (laughs) There is a video of him saying that
4: yeah there's a or you video. go back to General Wesley Clark
1: I'm there, sorry go back to yeah. Wesley Clark naming those countries yeah this is one he of named them also so Benova. was Venezuela
4: you go right. to Hillary Clinton on camera saying we need to look at the Iraq war as a business opportunity right there in your face you you, you show this to her supporters and they're like huh huh they don't get what war crimes are oh. and <laughs> I remember when I was at the convention in 2016. Um, Leon Panetta comes on stage, you know, and you have all these war criminals coming on stage saying, orange man, bad, orange man, bad. And uh, the Hillary supporters are yeah, orange man, bad, right? So he comes on and the Bernie supporters are like, no more war, no more war. And so the Hillary supporters were given... Uh, We're told to counter chant us with USA, USA, which is a very Republican thing to do since they hate Republicans. (laughs) And so they don't they don't. And then they turn the lights off on us like to punish us. (laughs) And we're like, okay, but that was just an example of how they don't care what war crimes are like, you know. And, um, you know, when I was. At the convention I was not tr- I was not using the word warmonger because they get really emotional or they don't and I said interventionist. I use an euphemism like interventionist and they're like, that's just the word. <laughs> and that's the thing, like uh you know, they talk about a white privilege and male privilege, but they yeah. have a moral blind spot called American privilege. Mm. And, and they're
2: I- all trust fund
4: kids
0: right.
2: who've, who think tanks have come up with these terms, uh, male privilege, white privilege, and they've been fucking just put out by these these apparatus of propaganda that allow stupid people to regurgitate them when they don't have a real argument. and like, They never have an argument. And we see in Hollywood these white female elite act Actresses, Deborah Messing, <laughs> like crying about how it's ha- how hard it is to be them, even though they're from private schools, their parents made money, and everything they fucking rail against supposedly as a liberal. And then he used these terms and like seventy cents on the dollar. I I know we have two females here, and they w- might might want to argue this point, but that is really just a fucking psyop that convinced. Women, in particular white women to be a part of this oppressed minority so when they wail, they wailed on white guys on the nightly news that they could separate that white women because they don't want to piss off white women because white women have to ha- purchase more stuff in our economy than any other <laughs> fucking group out there. They've done studies. They're 70% of the purchase power. You don't want to piss off that group because any fucking ad you run, women will associate negativity with that. But if you make them feel like they're like Life is shit because they've been held back by a fucking patriarchal society, even though they fully, fully engage in this fucking. Power status and all this shit and it's just to get us all to fight with each other. Those terms are just there to get us to fight with each other. Of to course. empower the weak.
0: Well it's the same thing about the refugees that were, you know, they did the Muslim ban on the planes or whatever, and it's like, well, why but but they don't need to leave if you stop bombing the fuck out of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. It's
4: like we bombed during Obama's uh time, like we bombed what, five of those countries? Yeah, exactly. We bombed no one said anything. So they're about out that. they're
0: outraging over, you know, like nobody you know whatever. Ever. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, what about This kind Mexican? of goes back
1: to the war on information you were talking about, because yeah, right. clearly that wasn't a Muslim ban. Bangladesh wasn't on that list. Many countries in Africa weren't on that list. Indonesia wasn't on that list. It was these lists that we were having a problem with what we're talking about. A lot of these countries were, were financing and arming these factions. Right,
2: right. Yes. Right. And, and like, look at Mexico right now. Like, everyone's, these Mexicans are trying to come here and take their jobs. Like, no, they're not. They're fleeing a drug war that our fucking government has fully fucking funded through weapons and money. Like, it goes back to, like, dude, the the Mexican cartel may not be the president of Mexico. But they've done it. They got like two families out there that run the whole Mexican drug trade, yep. and they arm and fucking, and they arm and fund them. And it's easier to fund those two families than have to pay off everybody in fucking uh, Mexico.
3: You wanna know how that's
1: true? Well, and this goes back to oh, that Negaleo I'm, I'm sorry, problem sorry. reaction solution. I'm sorry. You, you know it? how that's true? How?
3: Canada's cold as fuck the weather sucks and people ain't coming there and yeah. Mexico which is way warmer way nicer they got nice beaches they're yeah. coming up why because you said 100% cause the, yeah the drug war Because In Canada, the drug people war, chilling there
2: it's violence yeah. people they're making, beheading people killing people making 15 bucks a day they want to yeah. they a want d- to decriminalize day. drugs on there and the US government will not let them because the CIA makes so much money off the <laughs> drug war to fund black people Ops operations. Yep, Jeffrey, you had something to say earlier?
1: I was just going to say, and they're thinking long game too. Not only are they doing, you know, funding the, the cartels, which they've been doing forever, they're they're incentivizing this, this illegal immigration program because long game, 10, 15 years, they're creating a voting block. These guys are coming over here getting free shit. I'm like, why would I not vote Democrat? They're giving us all this free shit, driver's licenses and food stamps, all this other stuff. I mean, this is definitely... I mean, it's obviously social engineering, but this is long game. This isn't one or two years. They're looking at the longer game here.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So back to Julian Assange. So he puts out these these uh, these cables about um, the war crimes being committed by the U.S. government and the military. Okay. Then we find out what? Yeah, the uh, collateral murder documents. Okay. And then in August 2010, the sweet the Swedish prosecution offers first issues a warrant for Mr. Julian Assange on claims of uh, basically sexual uh, assault, right? Right. Even though there was no evidence, this was an attempt to get him Exodited. to... Extradited. to be able to be tried on false charges.
4: Yeah, on um, proven allegations. And the fact like they're just making more, uh, bringing more attention to that in, instead of what's happening, like what happened in Iraq is just... I already don't trust it. You know what I mean? So well, and
1: they I, dropped the case. Why did they? I mean, the, the cop admitted it was a lie and it was fabricated, but now, however many years later, after they dropped it and they go pinch him, now it's, now it's an issue again.
2: Yeah, and it's bullshit. It's interesting because it gets dropped basically what? In 2012? But yet he's still for- forced to live there until 2019.
0: Well, I thought Ecuador at- gave him a. a... He, that's when he went to the Ecuadorian embassy. It was because he was um, trying. Th- that's why they gave him asylum or whatever. Well,
2: so Ecuador grants asylum from, to Mr. Assad saying there's fear for his human rights may be violated if he's extradited. Right. In 2015, excuse me, August 2015, Swedish prosecutors dropped the investigation into two allegations: one of them molestation and one of them unlawful coercion, because they run out of time to question him. But he still faces more serious accusations of rap, rape. But even
1: those get dropped.
0: They got dropped, yeah. As well. But look, right. look at
1: look at what they have him for now. They're going through all of this, all these horrible crimes he committed. What's his maximum penalty? Five fucking years. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. It and he doesn't probably make probably any do sense that. at all. That's why I think, me personally, an aspect of this, the the 4D chess. I think they're trying to get him back here. Trump's trying to get him back here so he can start testifying about. <laughs> the files the emails all this stuff about collusion etc etc that they found out
3: i don't think trump i don't think trump has his back
4: no okay no trump wanted to kill him too that's what uh, his mother christine assange uh, tweeted way before the 2016 well, election we're gonna get
2: into that i want to get into the arrest of him first of all uh what do we do okay there's some big dates here of stuff that he's dropped okay let's go through some of the bigger drops uh, where do we go? 2009 Scientologist, September 2009, the Mitten Report, uh, July 2010, Afghani War Diaries, okay? And here's the thing I want to say about Julian Assange. He, he releases everything even when it's not in his best interest. And that's very important to remember when it comes to Donald Trump. Because this whole theory has been based on these idiots on the left Okay, that he only released some of the stuff, they didn't release at all, and he kept all the stuff on Trump hidden. And I tell you, that is not his MO in no, my honest yeah, opinion no. he has always released everything even when it's not in his best interest which we see later on he does with Ecuador yes. when there's pressure to kick him out he still releases documents well, yeah. to say Ecuador took like 10 billion dollars or 1.5 billion dollars from the World Banking Organization right. which
0: basically expedited him getting kicked out and that was the whole that I was the up, whole yeah. problem between him and his partner Daniel Domscheit or whatever was that he Domscheid wanted to control the information that was being dropped in, in the Dropbox and Julian said absolutely not we need to just get rid of everything just so put it all no, out right so there's no questioning you know and that was their major fight and then Dom Shai, after the whole thing went down now he started uh, Open Leaks or whatever it's called and that's the new one that he's doing but again he was accused of being counterintelligence because For sure. he wanted to hide some of the information and he was like no he wanted
2: to pick and choose what yes, he released
0: right and Julian said no we're doing it all I mean re- yeah Go on, go on. When he had a Twitter,
4: I remember Julian tweeted about how, like, okay, if you have information on Trump or anything, please release, like, leak it to us or whatnot. So,
2: Well, you know, what if we've said here in the conspiracy community, the left eats their own all the time. We've seen it with the Me Too movement. The fake left. Right, the fake, the hijacked left, we'll call it. The hijacked left of of, uh, trust fund kids. And private school kids,
4: okay. The pussy hats.
2: The pussy hats, right? <laughs> I love that. That's what we're gonna call them from now on. The, so when you hear pussy hat on the show, just know we're talking about the fake liberals, the, okay? Yeah. But what we've seen is that they eat their own, okay? So they do this Me Too movement, which was a giant psyop.
4: They never talk about children.
2: Yeah, they never talk about pedophilia. That's pedophilia. a totally. That's another whole episode I'm gonna do. But uh, next yeah. So, but then they're they're all like, yeah. Yeah, be mean to men. And then when one of theirs gets a cute of it, they just eat him alive. Mm-hmm. What happened with Chris Hardwick should scare everybody. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Um, a man who's worked his whole life to to get to where he is made life changes in his behavior to to achieve dreams he had and his ex-girlfriend when she has a movie coming out in this third-rate film festival decides to throw him under a bus for a bunch of press and all these people who he got fucking their first credit none of them came to defend him they all threw him under the bus and luckily cooler heads prevailed and he got all the shows back but they will eat it so let's go back to hillary clinton and we all know it's seth rich that released those right this
4: is one of the yeah so uh seth rich um i remember okay can we talk about the dnc lawsuit yeah so do you know a lot about jared beck
1: Yes. Jared I was going to bring that up.
4: Bring it up, please. Let's get into that.
1: Well, no, I was going to say you had I mean, just dead bodies were everywhere around that time. You had Sean All Lucas, right. who was working with not for Jared Beck, who basically served the DNC on tape. Hey, I'm Sean Lucas. I'm serving the DNC and I'm serving Debbie Wasserman Schultz within, what, a few days. He's found dead on his bathroom floor. Mm. I mean, that's and then, you know, Seth Rich. And th- this is what this is what concerns me about the white hat, you know, what, whatever that conversation is. Both sides are now doubling down on the fact that it was the Russians that hacked, but we know through digital forensics that it was an inside leak, and we oh, know it even was even the right is now so saying that So it troubles the me Russians? that both Republican, especially the Republican side, oh, really? is doubling down on the fact that it was Russia that did it.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, if you really fall for this right-left bullshit, you are just, you're just falling for the mind games, man. I know.
4: It's like, it's red hat versus pink pussy hat. Like, red (laughs) hat versus pink pussy hat. You're still an NPC either way. It's not about Democrat versus Republican, white versus black. It's about, who's governing versus who is being governed yeah. you know who owns the right. resources versus who is, doesn't Couldn't have the agree resources more, dude. but it's just so funny because when this um the news broke out about Seth Rich you have all the pussy hats getting mad at me posting articles about it and they're like but Snoop says <laughs> uh, Oh my god. Oh, god.
2: Has, can we go back to Snopes? I bet oh you they changed yes. all their predictions but all the things they lied about during the 2016 which later on all proved to be completely true which they told us wasn't true. You know, people be like Snope that shit and it's like, dude, I block people on my social media if they put any links to Snoop. I go, yeah. that's an automatic hmm. block. It's uh, a, it's one strike you're out.
4: Unfortunately, a lot of my friends are in showbiz showbiz, and they're the total pussy hats and they're like (laughs) the the first thing they see on Google is Snopes and of course it's designed that way they don't even know that Google is lying to you thank you Kanye for going on stage and saying Google lied to you (laughs) yes Kanye and so um, uh, but Snopes says Snopes do you know who owns Snopes it was a husband and wife and he left his wife I believe for a prostitute something like that we ain't
3: judging sex. Workers, yeah. No over. no
4: that that's just a story. Yeah. And I think... Uh, yeah, it, was I a heard... guy,
3: it was a guy that started on his own just trying to debunk shit. And, and it a cat became, with them. And then it became... Yeah. CIA
4: funded, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And, you know, that that's what it is. And it's like, yeah, you're going to listen to these guys telling you what's true or false. I remember walking mm-hmm. into a um, coffee shop while everyone was drinking their freshly brewed cup of GMOs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you've got, like, the Washington Post there, the New York Times, and like zombies they're reading it well, like this- he's a he's a russian asset well you, they're not even thinking who owns the Washington Post right. the CIA funds this, the
0: Washington Post this was Post. the first election that people actually kind of were like oh my god these newspapers might be compromised or something like that because <laughs> oh, yeah. the Washington Post before that was like the demigod of all the fucking things that were coming out because they published the Pentagon Papers and they were right exactly. there and all the Robert Redford movie yeah. was out and like yeah. you know all those people so, so it's like uh, I don't think anybody was aware of the fact that these <laughs> newspapers could be working on it on, well, on a side for somebody else.
3: Well, Times Magazine still- named Julian Assad person of the year 2010. Yeah, <laughs> 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 which is not a compliment. That's right. just person but, of the year, just means you but were. But was that made-
0: before the drop of the, the warlocks? No, that was after,
3: obviously, was after. because it made such a big oh, impact.
0: I see. Yeah, he fucked But, but. Okay. Was just but a big then deal. after yeah. the DNC links or the leaks, that's when they turned on him. Uh, WikiLeaks
2: is the only uh, news publication. That has never retracted, story. never retracted the story ever, ever, ever. It's batting a thousand. The greatest baseball yeah. hitter of all time batted yeah. four hundred one time right. in his career. Okay, and this goes
1: back to what you were saying on his releases. Wiki has released almost eight hundred, <laughs> almost nine hundred thousand documents over the course of its of its tenure, and like you said, none of them had been retracted, and a lot of them have been critical of, of Russia. So it's not like he's you know Putin's bitch or something. But this kind of goes back some of this conversation we were just having to what you originally started with, Sam. Everybody is so fucking binary in their thought process it's yeah. either pepsi or coke there's no yes. lemonade there's right. no you know there's no gray in this
3: I conversation and that just
1: as though so, there's no nuance to people's thought process and that is so very frustrating but it is by design and it also goes back to what we we're talking about groups there's no real individual thought process it's more what group are you involved yep. in and then they play these groups off against each other yeah right.
2: and dude i mean if you really so take a look funny. at this whole thing with uh you with just like uh donald trump and you know we're gonna get in a lot of trouble for saying this to show because we have a lot of trump supporters because just like the me uh, i was very excited about trump coming in and i know people like think that's a crazy thing to say but you know with uh with all the stuff with pedophilia and how he's going he was arresting a lot and there have been a lot more arrests than administrations before. We got super excited, but, you know, we have seen a flip. I mean, I had Alex Jones here, and the one regret I had for that show was he kept bringing up WikiLeaks, and I wanted to ask him, why don't you support Julian Assange? If you keep bringing up WikiLeaks, and that's what... He the- doesn't support him? I Well, I never got to ask him about oh. that. That was my only regret in that entire interview, right. was I never asked him what his... What his feelings on Julian Assange is. And it's like you have, like, first of all, we have citizen Donald Trump when he wasn't running, hating, right. Wait, hating WikiLeaks. Well, like, yes, he should be put to death. Look at the death.
0: timeline, too, because Trump, after the towers fell, he was like, with Giuliani, they were like, this is our town. This is an absolute, like, you know, mess. I can't believe this is happening. And then Trump today, he's selling the Saudis' weapons and continuing what was happening that during that entire a- time. Like, what the fuck is happening Well, well in
3: 2016, Lee? he said he loved WikiLeaks, yeah. and I mean, he yeah, loved yeah, the yeah. emails. And, and, that, that, and yeah. then he's yeah. like, I
0: don't know anything yeah. about yeah. And WikiLeaks. And now he, he doesn't know shit. Yeah. That makes like, no sense. So,
2: 144 well. times he mentioned WikiLeaks during his uh, presidential campaign. 144
4: wow. times. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Why? yeah, go on.
3: And now he just doesn't remember shit. So the the U.S. president knows yeah. N- loves and the company and then doesn't I do know it.
2: what we're gonna say this is part of his plan he's playing he's doing business but listen man you gotta really look at what's going on with him right now you you cannot right. sit there and point out the negatives of the other side if you can't take a look at your own thing and what's going on and like he just I mean this is a New Yorker who was fucking <laughs> profoundly you. affected by 9-11 and he just sold the guys who funded it right. arms and I- at some point, so either—I'm I, I, going to say something. I say it here again. I think this whole thing has been a giant script. I. What do we know about uh, Clintons and the Bushes? We thought they hated each other during that election when he— uh, I think it was 1990, was that the election, or 92, when Clinton 92. when Clinton ran, and we thought they hated each other, but little did we know that they were business partners before in fucking smuggling the cocaine in Arkansas for the fucking crack epidemic. So they've been working together. So when Bush uh, well, jumps club. Yeah. when Bush
1: right. loses you that in- <laughs> election,
2: right, that's when, uh, it's like when Andre the Giant lost the belt to Hulk Hogan, like he knew he was going to lose the belt. That is... <laughs> (laughs) part of the wrestling script so if we know that that script happened and we thought they hated each other for so long and they really were best friends what do you think could possibly be about trump and clinton hold on trump and clinton is that they were best friends forever they went to like the clintons went to their wedding their daughters are best friends man but trump gave so much money to the clinton Fucking campaigns over and over and over and over again, dude. And now we see this whole fucking thing where it's like... This whole thing with the Pfizer report wiretapping... This could be all be scripted. It could be all be scripted to get Trump the second election because all he's doing is deregulating
0: things. It's the the same thing with the tariffs, though, too, because he he has companies that are in uh, China, right? So he's saying he's doing all these tariffs. Well, it's just like we've seen with the tariffs. It doesn't hurt anybody except for the consumer because once they come over here, they just jack the prices in order to pay the tax for the shipping and stuff. I think we
2: got duped, and... What I want to say, and I want to say it earlier, is that the reason the 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 Clintons got fucking stuff gave in to WikiLeaks by Democrats is because Democrats or young liberals like Seth Rich, let's say, probably believes in equality, love, and all that stuff, which tends to be what we when we think of liberals. And when we find out Hillary is just talking game, but really is a neocon at heart these people get upset, so they want to expose fraud. Well, the truth of the matter is, is like what Trump talks about, which is strong military, deregulations, lower taxes, all this stuff. And I'm for lower taxes. I'm pro-gun and I'm all the shit. I'm not a Republican, but I'm I'm those things. But his base, he doesn't have to lie to them about those things. He could be straight up honest with them because that's what they want so they're less likely just... to put out any emails that are damaging to trump because they think like he does whereas the clintons and the top of the dnc are lying to their constituents and the the, the base is getting angry so they're like fuck this i see this email that says she's fucking lying to us i'm gonna put it out well what what?
1: I, mean, <laughs> I mean what what what, what, what uh, what Hassan just put out is, you know, it's it is pretty breathtaking. It is rather disturbing. But to to lament the fact that there's war crimes during a war is like handing out speeding tickets during the Indy yeah. 500. They're almost all doing it. <laughs> so this notion again of, of white hat, et cetera, et cetera. And Pat, er, Pat, Sam, we could kick these political footballs around, and that's that's part of what the groups and dividing is. But dude, how the fuck is Donald Trump a white hat when Do- uh, John Bolton is his national security advisor? I'm with you and on Elliot that, Abrams, man. Abrams, and Elliot Abrams is helping he, yeah. form his foreign policy and just provoking more and more wars using undemocratic means to install democracy in venezuela to unseat a democratically elected president it's like we get caught up in a lot of this bullshit no, but i'm in with fact you what i'm trying to explain is why there's no
2: of i'm Sorry. with you jeffrey what i'm trying to explain is why nobody's released donald trump's taxes why because no one on the inside has done that because he they think like him he's not lying to his base whereas the Clintons and the head of the DNC are lying to their base because sure. they're saying one thing and doing another thing. So they're more likely the base more likely to be like "fuck you, we caught you lying." Here's the proof. You want to say something? But well, again,
1: Assange, <laughs> if it's if these if this information is so dope, again, we know war crimes happen. Why are we not seeing any any documents on nine eleven? Like we were just talking about. I mean, there's. The whole reason all this shit's happened in the last 15 years is 9-11. Why are there all no right. disclosures from Snowden or Assange about th- this huge fucking deal? We get kind of these little bits and pieces about war crimes, which sucks. But what about the complete architecture that set all this into motion? Uh, be well, actually,
4: WikiLeaks did drop um, leaks on how Mossad was involved in 9-11. So- well, we just I got a big, know
2: that. We just got a big drop on the dancing Israelis just came out <gasps> and how they found that. the pictures... Of them basically at the place in which the lady, who I can't believe wasn't killed, but said she saw the dancing Israelis yeah. uh, cheering at the uh,
0: buildings getting wow. getting hit.
1: In the, and then you had Trump characterize it as dancing Arabs. So he I mean, He knew they were Israelis, but he called them dancing Arabs.
0: That was in Jersey? They were like across the bridge or yeah. something, right?
2: I mean, and Ryan Dawson just basically broke down where he could tell you each one of the guys. Because for some reason, the heads were blurred out when they released and he said he could tell you which one of each one of them were.
1: They've been on the news back in the day. They were on the news and interviewed. I forget yeah. all their names, but three or four of them were interviewed on the news about this.
2: Yeah. So then you had. So just, it's not a puzzle. Can it's we all agree like here that, anything, that you know. Trump basically got elected thanks to WikiLeaks? Can yeah. we say that? Based on a lot of the mm-hmm. react, a lot of stuff, that not solely, but a big part of it.
3: Yeah. yeah. We'll lock her up.
4: I don't know. I don't know about well, that. Well, Comey coming much? out a week I, or two
3: before... Okay, insane. here you- are
4: all the reasons... Trump became president, first of all, like, the DNC cheated Bernie Sanders. Yes. yes. Okay, there was the DNC lawsuit that no one ever talks about. Two witnesses right. dropped dead. <laughs> By yeah. the way, I also wouldn't be surprised if when Bill Clinton played golf with Donald Trump, he probably, like, told him run for, uh, you know, president. I heard something like that. I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah. So you have those WikiLeaks emails telling you exactly... Like they did cheat Bernie. Um, they don't say anything about it. They blame Russians. A lot of Bernie comes too. and calls me a Russian troll. Bernie called you a Russian trolls,
1: <laughs> the people he knows stole from him. That is so fucking puss ass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sorry. like, I
2: think he's opposition too, dude. And I think that's why he's not getting the traction he got. From last time, because of how he's reacted to this stuff. He's gone all along with the script on Venezuela. Hasn't said anything about Julian Assange.
4: First of all, those emails talked about how Trump, let's make him the Pied Piper candidate. Right there. They're telling you you're stupid and you can be manipulated. (laughs) Right there. Why aren't you mad at them? That was their strategy. Mm. They thought they were being brilliant. That was a brilliant strategy. And it came and just banged. Why hasn't
2: Trump released him? Why hasn't Trump pardoned him? Why hasn't Trump pardoned Julian Assange? Everyone's like, well, he had to extract him to get him in. I get it because you want to make sense of this. You want to make sense because we've we played this game, and why hasn't he been extracted, and why hasn't Trump just exonerated him? I mean, you got to yeah, ask Trump, yourself Trump, that. Trump,
1: like, again, Trump taught Vince McMahon how to be Vince McMahon. He's the master of the work. And going back to what you just said a minute ago, Sam, about... When Obama came in, like, what was Obama supposed to be? This outside, non-establishment yep. comes in with eight years and is just a bitch of the establishment left and right. Yep. So we swing that pendulum every four to eight years, yep. and now supposedly we hated Obama so much, the pendulum swung to this other cult of personality. Yep. And what did he do? Talked, you know, lone or not, you know, gunslinger doesn't really care what everybody says, but winds up surrounding himself by Goldman Sachs, yeah, you know,
3: mm-hmm. uh, John Bolton, cetera, cetera. Right.
2: Jeffrey. Uh, a big thing was he was money laundering these drug cartels' money through his casinos.
3: in the 90s, That's yeah. allegedly,
2: dude. And who runs the c- drug cartels? The CIA, dude. And you notice he's gone after the FBI, but not really the CIA? Think yeah. about that, dude. Yeah, that's I mean, like I that dip believe, you were talking
1: dude. about earlier, that goes back to Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald. He was a CIA agent that infiltrated the FBI. Not many people uh, know that. I'm telling
2: yeah. you, man, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I will come on this show and go, guys... I, I was wrong. Trump is a white hat. I want to be wrong. I want to be.
4: But I don't understand how people really thought, like, Trump was going to drain the swamp. Like, the, it was I, you all
2: know, fucking... Y- it, was, it was so smart it, the way it was done, dude.
4: But, like, the notion that the U.S. president... You have all these, like, corporate comedians who are mouthpieces for the establishment. Like, Samantha Bee recently said... The president is the most powerful person in the world. No, they're not. Like the no. president is not. Do you kn- have you heard of the Rockefellers? <laughs> have you heard of the Rothschilds? Oh, like- have you heard of
2: the <laughs> Pisa- the Passar? Passart? Have you ever heard of this family? The P's. The
3: you can't even pronounce the name right. That's
2: E U R, the Satanists, Pissore, no, no, Persor no, family. Yes, I, I think I've heard about that. Now they're supposedly, you know, they always say if you know their name, they don't run shit. Yeah. And this is exactly. the group, and that the the Rothschilds are literally their fucking accountants. I remember seeing the, the you, president's
1: yeah. no more run shit than the Orkin man runs the Orkin <laughs> company. They're just figureheads. I dude. mean, they're they're let's just look heads. into
2: now. Let's move on to so basically, Trump, who got a, helped get elected by WikiLeaks, hasn't done anything. The media who's so worried about costa being thrown out of these presidential uh fucking press corps fucking interviews now they're going nuts don't say anything about julian size they only demonize him. they demonize him uh the national review said he's Petty, biased, hostile, foreign actor. CNN described him as an activist, not a journalist. Okay, who's facing Justice Fox News, who, uh, uh, yeah, a couple people have said something. But uh, Bloomberg, Washington Post, all have eager to say uh, Assange is not a journalist, dude. Okay?
4: Okay, yeah. And let me mention the corporate comedians. They uh, All the jokes are the same. Orange man bad, orange man bad. And Julian Assange basically... Um, let me see Santa Claus with the manifesto who was (laughs) that that said that recently uh uh, and then Trevor Noah. Bill Maher,
1: probably. Trevor Noah. <laughs> Sounds like Bill Maher. Trevor
4: Noah, what did he call him, too? I mean, they all just smear Look him. At all he me. called a Bond villain. A Bond villain. So they're just brainwashing people like Trevor he's the bad Noah, guy. Uh,
2: I mean, The Daily Show, I have friends who work on it. I'm so happy they're working. God bless them. But The Daily Show. It um, doesn't
0: matter, though, because of the true liberals, like people, like people that really know what has happened since the Vietnam War, they know exactly what's going on. There are very few so, of them, though, I feel. Yeah, but okay. Bill Maher and those people, they can spout their bullshit, but, like, the real ones... They're they, trust fund kids. Yeah, they know they know what's going on. I
2: want to get to you and your thoughts on Chelsea Manning. Yes. Yeah. So you have some information, allegedly, that you think. I want to know what, you th- what your thoughts are, possibly.
0: Well, there was some information that came out on the internet that Chelsea Manning was used to set up Julian Assange. So she was working for the military. She went into the military in 2008... Or 2000, was 2007 or something like that. And then by 2010 when she was in Iraq is when the Iraq war, lo- war logs were released. Now, a- after that, or when she, before Prisoner, I can't remember how the timeline goes, but she was going to these hacker groups in Boston and Cambridge. And she got, oh, she talked to this guy named Adrian Lamo. Are these
2: CIA hacking groups? Are these groups were established... People who learn well, how yeah, to hack for the establishment. It's happening in
0: Cambridge. Yes. So I mean, there's your first clue. Okay. Like nothing in nothing in Boston and Harvard goes down. That's normal. Yeah.
2: Well, they were these. As we know, that these uh, elite schools are funded by basically opium dealing families. That that's all the high end Ivy League schools were all established by right. opium families. Right.
0: And so uh, she went to her, she was going with her boyfriend to these hacker parties, and she uh, she told Adrian Lamo, who is an informant, now he's an old hacker that got busted um, for hacking in the New York Times. He hacked into Yahoo, and the other one was like went, Microsoft or something like that. But, um, and he became an informant to try to get a sentence uh, uh, lessened or whatever. And she told Adrian Lamo, like, because she was, you know, having a. Um, you know, I, I don't feeling insecure about myself and blah, 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 blah. And then like he she told him at one of these parties that she was the one that leaked the Iraq war logs. Now, if you're afraid to get uh, incarcerated because of what you've done on a military base, why the fuck would you go to a hacker party and just start running your fucking mouth? Dude? No,
2: I get. I, I, but one thing you told me that was very interesting was that it took 17 hours
0: right to, okay to download so these on files the, on the base yeah it took 17 hours of being on the base in iraq like getting the files downloaded and it was 250 thousand cables or you know upwards of 200 like that's 000. very
2: interesting for, that you could sit for, there for 17 for, hours
1: hacking into something and nobody noticed and, notices and it. nobody
0: noticed on a military base like that doesn't well and make... what did
1: chelsea get sentenced to 30 She got thirty-five years,
0: and then Obama commuted it. After seven years, she she served seven years, and then it got commuted. We
1: got Assange looking at five years, and then the world comes to an end.
0: Right, (laughs) but if you think about it, over five
2: years, it doesn't make any sense. All this fuss over five years.
0: Right, right. So if something's you, amiss. Yeah, there nobody's ever questioned if she could have been counterintelligence. I've never heard anything about that her father Brian Manning like we discussed still on the yeah, last Yeah, tell show, us about him. Um he was supposedly naval intelligence. They started in Five Wales. Eyes. They started in Wales. Uh he he they brought They brought them over to Oklahoma. Actually, Chelsea was born in Oklahoma. That was my fault. But um, she went back to Wales when they got a divorce. The mother and father got a divorce. But he was a tech guy for naval, naval intelligence in the UK. So they're suspecting that he worked for Five Eyes. So then Chelsea, and the story on the internet is Chelsea just decides to go into the military because she's good at computers or something like that. But her father was one of the main computer uh, programmers in, in Wales at the time, which is right on a Navy base that is known for Five Eyes stuff. So.
1: Wow. This is – if you go back to – if you could find them, Webster Tarpley, if you guys are hip to who Webster Tarpley is, he has some great interviews from years ago Mm. about how Snowden and Assange – it's a work – but I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy hearing hearing that about Manning. I didn't know but that. Reminds me actually of Lee Harvey Oswald. He's some lone communist, but he's working at at Sugi Naval Base, working with high tech photographic equipment, and all these other places. And it's they always nothing new say, under the sun. Do, right. once again, nothing new under the sun that these
2: people are in jail. How do we? I mean, like I really do believe this. But how here, do we know they're in jail? Yeah, we get told they're in jail. How do we know they're in jail? I mean, like, look at John McCain. He was supposedly a POW. He came back, like, super shredded, like, in great shape when he came back from Vietnam. And we all know what everybody thinks about that guy and what he was doing while he was a POW. I mean, like, we really don't know if these people are in jail. Right. We really don't know if they're being put to death. We don't know any of that. We just take that they're doing this. Uh, they could easily be slipped out and given you a different... can't question
3: anything. You can't question anything. You're supposed to just take it and be like, yeah, okay. That's what it is Well, This goes
1: back to the beginning of the conversation Five or six companies run all these different Hundreds and hundreds of different media outlets Magazines, radio, etc, etc Again, they control the narrative Unless you listen to shows like these Now we're crazy conspiracy theorists So it's like unless you do some (laughs) critical thinking you're not going to know but shit, But listen,
0: dude. Julian Assange, he he was the computer programmer for the secure drop, this, the dropping of the files for WikiLeaks, right? So then Aaron Swartz comes out and uh, with uh, James Dolan and Michael Poston who's an uh, editor, uh, he does some writing for the Wired or whatever like that uh, and uh, to make secure drop, which was like a, a model after the WikiLeaks model which was that you can have a secure Dropbox where you can go drop your files, they get encrypted and then they go off uh, to whatever so uh, Aaron Swartz was killed or yes. he committed suicide. Yeah, suicide And is. James Dolan died. Yeah. He was the second creator of Secure Drop, which was the model after WikiLeaks.
2: Nick fans so, wish the other Dolan had died. Go on. Yeah. Kind so, of a
0: train. Who was that? An attorney? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But James Dolan's dead. Uh, Aaron Swartz is dead. Adrian Lamo, who Chelsea supposedly told I'm the one who uh, leaked the Iraq war logs to, Adrian Lamo's dead. Jeez. after what? that
1: I, I knew none of yeah. this holy shit are you serious yeah
0: so Adrian Lima was the one that supposedly narc Chelsea out right yeah. So, so he's dead um, because he was an informant He was working for a government agency Down in Florida that was some computer Programmer like cyber Technology thing and he was Actually an informant working for the FBI Or something, oh something my like that God, So now crazy. James Dolan again James Dolan is dead Aaron Swartz is Dead Adrian Lamo's Holy dead all The writers of secure, Bo- secure Drop are dead but Michael Polson, who's a writer for Wired and he's writing for the New York Times and he's Doing all this other stuff now takes secure drop and gives it over to um, the uh, freedom of the press foundation right and now the freedom of the press foundation takes secure drop and now all the newspapers are using SecureDrop. So it's the Intercept. It's the New York Times. It's the Washington Post. It's every newspaper you've ever heard of is now using SecureDrop. And supposedly because the the writers of the program are no longer around, that's now they have a backdoor. So if you're dropping any files to the Intercept, Green, Glenn Greenwald is not who you think he is. That's how re- what re- did you re- just say? That's how Reality Winner got busted is because she dropped those files to the Intercept and Glenn Greenwald um, turned her in, to, uh, it, it in.
2: You just dropped a bomb at the end. You're saying Holy Glenn, shit. Glenn Greenwald Glenn, is controlled opposition. I've heard
0: that. He really? he's, he's, he's one of the founders of the Freedom of the Press uh, Foundation. Yeah. And so when he's coming out writing all these articles, right, he's giving, he's giving all the information about what's happening and he's giving all the facts, but he's not telling you anything that you wouldn't already think or... You, He's not really connecting. Can I, and I was, need to just all
1: have a disclaimer. Yeah. I, love, I love my life. I yeah. love living. I, yeah. I'm not to say I'm on this level of these other people's <laughs> levels. I love living. I have no intention of killing myself. I don't prey on children. I'm a <laughs> staunch heterosexual man. I love my life. If I'm found hanging somewhere... God yeah. damn it, ask some questions, please. Yeah,
2: I uh, Me too. I love my life. I'm a weirdo, but I love my life. I treat everybody listen, with respect, No, and I would the- never kill myself. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you know what? All of the journalists that work on the ISIJ and all the people that leaked to the Panama papers and stuff, they're all still alive, so I don't think they're going to come after us. So. Well, there's
3: some people doing way deeper,
0: deeper
2: Yeah, yeah, dig. yeah. yeah. I, we're more well, like a Andrew surgeon. Breitbart.
3: He dies, and his coroner dies. Right. Well, that yeah. was crazy. That, Ad- that Adrian Lima guy, you're right. He did get into the new york times and google and all microsoft things so i could see why he got picked off but i mean
2: but all right guys final yeah. thoughts i mean we just our minds blown here final thoughts allie final thoughts
0: all all i'm saying is look into if edward snowden is not who he says he is he could be working for the cia he might be a black hat god Check damn, it out. they're
2: everywhere xg final thought it's fucked
3: Yep, he's still fucked.
0: Yeah, that doesn't fucking
1: fu- matter.
2: It's all fucked.
1: Yeah. Jeffrey. Hey, let justice be done though the heavens fall, my dude.
4: Yeah. Sujan, I don't think uh, Julian Assange is controlled opposition. I really think he's anti-war. Like I I don't know. Uh that's but what was I going to say? This is bigger than him, okay? So, uh this is about the information on war like we talked about. And, uh, you know, the the media that controls everything, they have shares in the military industrial complex and they smear those who want to uh, show information about war crimes. And then they they make the heroes like John McCain. So, uh, yeah, I think we should fight the propaganda machine instead of being involved in being distracted by uh, monkey elections.
2: Yeah. Well that's why I, I will never vote for either party. I mean I love Tulsi Gabbard, but they're already saying weird shit about that too. So oh, really we'll see. I don't know, man. I love you guys very much. Thank you guys for coming on. We'll do a uh, we'll do a follow up soon. You guys are all great and we'll see you guys soon. Take care, everybody.
3: Later. Bro.